Let's go to the Word this morning. Y'all ready or not? Say. Come on. Yeah, I've met uh, two couples over here to the right, young couples, and they're new today. And I said, uh, how'd they like the music? They liked it. I said, well, the best part's right now. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited about it. Every time I get up to preach, I'm blessed because I get to preach to you guys. And uh, I'm at home. I feel fine. And the number one thing people are scared of, only one thing is above death. What's the thing that scares you more than anything? People will say dying. There's one thing in front of that. Public speaking. Believe it or not, beats death. Yeah. People, I'd rather die than do that. But God has blessed me to be able to talk. But he's also blessed me, though, to, to love people and to feel the love of people. And boy, as a speaker, I tell Alex when he gets up here, man, those people love you, man. They're with you. And so those fears you have, you're just you, man. You can only do what you do. But, but to know you're loved, that you matter, man, that's huge when it comes to speaking. And that's how I feel here. So it helps me with my messages, too. It lets me just talk more out of my heart, out of my heart sometimes I'm doing. And so we just came through a series called More Than. I'm more than a conqueror. Can't tell you the number of people that spoke to me about that. Went to the mail this morning and checked it uh, from uh, Charlene. Are you here, Miss Charlene? Berger wrote me this morning, okay, and uh, but just told me that she's going through so so many difficult times, but just how that helped her, and uh, boy, that, that blesses me. So I've heard that out of several of you. Let's go with a new series now. It's called Jesus Gets Me. Jesus, and I should spell it G-I-T-S, because that's how I say get. I don't say get, I go get, you know. Jesus gets me. But he does. He gets me. He knows me. Knows everything about me. But there's more to it than that, though. He gets me. What am I talking about? Jesus gets me. Well, I was, you know, he made me in his image and his likeness. Okay? That's the first verse of the Bible. First verse of the Bible. In, in the beginning, God created the what? The heavens and the the earth. And it goes on to talk about how he made everything and made man in his own image and his own likeness. People have lied to you like a dog. They've been lying to you for years. You didn't come from a big bang. Dumbest, stupidest thing you could ever hear. You hear me or not? So, if you believe that, you believe something like a dumb person. I'm sorry. That hurts your feelings. Try it on anything else. Take, go home today and blow up something and see if it turns into a color TV. You're the dumbest, dumbest, but we just, we just buy this crap instead of believing in the Word of God. You are special. God made you in His image. Okay? He gets you. He knows you. He made you. You matter to Him. You take that away, you take the heart of the gospel away. When you take that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Does the Bible say that? Yes. So, he gets us. And I want to use this weekend, this day, Palm Sunday, Passion Week, and I want to just look at it from a little different angle. How he really does get you and me. And that's huge. We're going to talk about some difficult stuff today. It's sort of spinning out of that more than series. And we're going to see what we can find today. Jesus, you get me. You understand me. Today's message in this series is called All Points. Say that out loud with me. All points just like us. 
all points just like us. You might say, Clark, is that in the Bible? What are you talking about? Man, you done gone crazy. I ain't going crazy. Hang on. Title of the message, all points just like us. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 12 just for a moment. The Bible says we're to look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Now, he despised the shame. But now he's set down at the right hand of the throne of God. But keep going now. For what? For what? Consider him. Consider him. Consider him. That endured such contradiction of sinners. While he was here on this earth, and especially this week, he endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. We need to consider him, the Bible says. Say it with me. Lest you be weary and faint in your mind. We need to consider Jesus. We need to think about him. We need to think about what he went through. Because when we think about what he went through, it helps us not faint and become weary because of the crap we're going through. Do you understand that? Consider him, and then this incredible verse, this is where the title comes from, Hebrews 4.15, and the King James says it funny in, in a roundabout way. It says, we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. What that means is we have a high priest that is touched by our feelings, okay? We have a high priest in Jesus who is touched with our feelings, the feelings of our infirmities, Say it with me out loud, the last part. But was what? In, help me now, but was in how many? Keep going. Tempted or tested just like us. The title of the message is that all points just like us. He gets me. There ain't a thing I've been through that he hasn't been through. Now he knows me because he's God. He knows everything about me. So he gets me from that angle. Get everything. I understand it. I know exactly what you're going through. I know what you've been through. I know all of it. But not only that, he's been through it. He's been through it with me, but he's been through it himself. What do you mean? This week, Passion Week. I just want to pick some tough words right from the Bible with Passion Week. And I'd like to, to see what I'm trying to get across today. I was up in Carolina. I don't remember the restaurant. It was a drive-thru. I was working like a dog on a project up there a couple of years ago. And I'm, so, I'm sure it was a Dairy Queen. There's no doubt about it. I'm pretty sure it was a Dairy Queen through the drive-thru. Because they got the hamburger, the french fries. They got the soda. But they got this, too. They got an ice cream sundae that will go with it. You know what I'm saying? So why am I going over here when I can go here and get all this? But anyway, but I go through the drive-thru. I'm sure I'm sweating like a pig. You know, been working hard. And I'm sure I'm like, I talk to everybody no matter who it is. At the window, Kim just goes, oh, Lord, help us. She's the quiet one. That's not me. And so I tell the lady whatever I said. must have been like, oh, I'm about to die. I'm about to starve to death. Make it a big one. Do something. You know? And uh, the, the, the girl through the window says something I'd never heard before. She said, I feel you. Yeah, 
That's a common thing today. Young people say that. I feel you. I feel you. Well, back in the day, we didn't say that. That was like, you can't do that. <laughs> Sorry. Amy, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> can't do that. So anyway. But it's just a weird statement. But what she's trying to say is, I know where you're coming from. I feel you. And I love that. I thought it was a great thing. I feel you. Did you know Jesus feels you? He feels you. That's why we see the Scripture where it says, Consider Him. Consider Him. Think about Him. Look at, look at His life. Look at, look at what Jesus did. Look at what He went through. Look at Him. Why? It's going to help you not faint. It's going to help you not get weary in some of the mess you're dealing with. It's because He feels you. Jesus has feelings. Say that out loud. Jesus has what? The feelings you have came from Him, crazy person. Anything you have is from Him. Yes or no? Amen. You're made in His image, not reversed. Got it? Now, the Bible does say he came, he humbled himself, he was made in the likeness of men so that he could take our sin on him. That's how that works. But during that process, especially during that process, he feels what it feels like to be you. Y'all hear me or not? Like Clarkston gone psychologist on us. Well, hang on. Let's go to the Bible. Let's see if we can see this from God's Word. So he feels me. He gets me. In all points, he's just like us. Yet without what? Sin. See, that's the problem when you try to work your way to heaven. Ha! You're a sinner. I don't know about you. I have zero problem sinning. But I have a whole... It's a lot more difficult for me to do the right thing. But see, Jesus, He is without sin. And, and He took upon Him the form of a servant. He was made in the likeness of men. He took your sin, my sin on Him, and that's what this week's all about. He dying for you and me. But during that whole process, and after that, and probably before that, He gets us. He feels us. What's the word feeling mean? Webster's Dictionary. It's a sense of touch. He is touched by my feelings. That's what the Bible just says. He's touched by my infirmities. When I'm hurting, He feels that. You understand me or not? He feels me. He didn't just feel it because I'm going through it. He feels it because He's went through it. The word feeling means to be aware of, to be aware of, to feel something, to know it's there. He knows what that feels like. It's to believe, feeling, I feel something, I believe something. You ever gone through something in your life and somebody didn't believe you? Let me see a hand. You were hurting real bad, something happened, and they didn't believe you. They didn't believe you. He believes you. I'm not saying if you're making up stuff like this modern group I'm hearing today, they're making up stuff all over. What is this stuff? But I'm saying stuff that you can't even say, and if you did, they wouldn't believe you. He believes. He feels you. 
This is our Savior. This is our Lord. This is why we have church on a Sunday morning. We worship Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Lord. The word feeling means to sense. To sense. So let's go with the message. We're moving forward. That's not going to take too long. We're good. He was in all points tempted or tested just like us. And now the message is going to change. Y'all hang in here with me. Y'all with me? Okay, here we go. Number one, unloved. He knows exactly what it feels like to be unloved. I struggled with that for years. Yeah, you need to you need to lasso that little sucker. You're doing it. There you go. If you can't do that publicly, go out now. Anyway, I'm serious. Anyway, I struggled with that for years. To know that I matter, to know that I have value. That's why I say it to y'all. Say it out loud with you. I matter. I have value. I am loved. Because I struggled with that for years. But guess who else struggled with it? Take a wild guess. Jesus. What? Yeah, let's check it out. Passion Week. What happened? Here we go. Passion Week. He comes in on Palm Sunday. Everybody, Hosanna, Hosanna. It means save now, save now. And by Thursday, they've turned on him. You call that love? That's not love. He knows what it feels like to have somebody do that. He could read right through that. He knew what was happening. And then he has a last supper. We're going to have communion right after this service. He's with his disciples. He loved these jokers. Three years he picked them. Nobody ever picked these guys. He picked them. Made them part of his team. So he has a last supper. He tells them, this is my body which is going to be broken for you. They didn't understand it all, but he's trying to tell them. One of you is going to betray me. He went over that. And then he says this, I'm going to shed my blood for you. And so then they leave. They go to the garden. That's this week. They go to the garden of Gethsemane. And he's hurting. He's got feelings. And he says, would you guys pray with me? This is the Son of God, but he's also the Son of Man. Will you pray with me? It's all coming down to right now, man. Can you pray with me? Because it's real close. Probably ain't but an hour away from them coming in here getting me. Can you pray with me how long? How long? An hour? And he comes to his disciples. He asks them that. After all that, all this has happened. And he finds them sleeping. And I'm the one that wrote this message. That's my word up there. Unloved. That's how he felt. He finds them asleep. He says to Peter, the leader, the boss man, they, people think. You couldn't watch with me just one hour? Watch and pray, man, that you enter not into temptation. The, the spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again a second time and prayed. He says, oh, my father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink this. Your will be done. And he came and he finds the disciples again. Now, what are they doing again? A sleeping again. Unloved. I don't matter. 
I don't matter to you. I'm not saying he said that. I'm saying he felt that. He's been touched by feelings. He knows what it feels like to have somebody not give a hoot in his hour of need. He left them again. He went away and he prayed the third time the same prayer to his father. Then he comes to his disciples a third time. Sleep on. Take your rest. Too late now. (laughs) The hour is at hand. And there he comes to betray me. That's what I feel when I read this story. You told me, Lord, in your word to consider you. You know my feelings. How many with an uplifted hand would say, Pastor Gary, I do know and I have experienced in my life the deep pain of not knowing that I mattered or not knowing that I was loved. Anybody want to raise their hand with me? Look at you. He knows how you feel or how you did feel. Got it? Are we cool on this or am I boring you so far? He was all points just like us. Let's do another one. We're just walking through Passion Week. Well, what happened next? It's not hard to do this. What's the next thing to happen? Betrayed. You ever, how many in this room have been betrayed? Can I see some have been betrayed? Flat out betrayed. I hate it. I mean, that's a lot of hands, isn't it? Did you know he knows what that feels like? Maybe you're in a marriage and you love that person and that person betrayed you. He knows what betrayal feels like. It's terrible. You're just like us, Lord. He says, rise, let us be going. Come on, guys, come on. They're here. Get up. Behold, he's at hand that's going to betray me. And while he yet spoke, here comes Judas, one of the team members on the other side now, came with a great multitude with swords, soldiers, staves, the chief priest, his enemies. Over here you walk with us, and now you're walking with him. He knows what that feels like. He said, him that betrays me will give a sign Judas speaking, whomsoever I shall kiss, the same as he, hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus, and Judas said, Hail, Master, and Judas what? That's some deep betrayal, yes or no? Y'all hear me or not? And Jesus called him what? Friend. Where you come? Then came they, they laid hands on Jesus, and they what? If you've been betrayed here today, and that's keeping you from realizing you're more than, would you consider Jesus today? If you feel unloved because you've been hurt real bad, would you consider that Jesus knows what you're going through? He's been there but that he has said, you are more than a conqueror because I love you.
Amen? Let's look at another one. We're just walking through the Passion Week. You feel me to be unloved, to be betrayed. Those are two deep feelings that I have. How many would say that? I want to see an uplifted hand with it. If you don't mind. Unloved and betrayal. How many would raise their hand and say, I have both, I've experienced both of those things? Is that deep or what? Does that cut deep? He feels that. And he knows that. Keep looking. He said, you need to know, Gary. You need to know. Lest you get weary. Lest you faint. Lest you let these things that you've gone through or going through in your life, because life's still going. These things can stop you, but you need to know I can help you. Here's another one. Denied. These are all bad, aren't they? Ain't a good one up here. Are you kidding me? Now, Peter, the leader, sat without the palace saying, and a damsel came unto him saying, You are with Jesus, but he what? Denied him. You might not have had this kind of pain, but we got people in this room whose own parents have denied they're even related to them. There's a lot of pain here, guys. I don't even know you. You have been treated like that? Say. How many have been treated like that? You knew somebody, but then they, later on, they like they don't even know you. Anybody like that? That's crazy, ain't it? Did you know he feels that? He knows what that feels like. He denied them before all of them, etc. Keep going, Raj. And then there was another time. Again, Peter denied, saying, I don't know the man. This is Peter. And then after a while, they said to Peter, you're with him. Your, your talk gives it away. You talk like a southern Galilean. We can hear it in your language. That's what they're saying here. And he does like a lot of us do when we're caught, begins to cuss. And so he started cussing and said, I don't know the man. So Jesus knows what it feels like to be denied by somebody that you gave your life for and that you love so much. Are you getting, am I killing you today? Is this too hard? Is this too hard to walk with Jesus down the Via Dolorosa? It's called the way of suffering. Satan is an evil adversary. And he will absolutely hit you where it hurts. And he will take these hurts in your life and he will just just pound on them. And that's why we have scriptures like, I'm more than a conqueror through him who loves me. But guys, you've got to learn how to fight. Okay? And this is part of the fighting right here. You've got to know that Jesus feels you. You are not alone. He's been through it. He's walking through it with you right now. And Satan is not your daddy anymore. And you can win. And that's what I get out of this today. But I'm not done. He was denied just like us. Here's another one. Abused. And there's some in this room. I talked to a lady this week. Had an evening of counseling with her and a friend. And she says, my husband beat me in every room of my house.
in our church. Years ago, happened. Not with that fellow anymore, thank God. You hear me or not? If that's you, you're a pig. Got it? Say. You see me right here, I'll whoop your tail right in here. You hear me or not? Say. Abuse is awful. Is that awful? Yes or no? And Jesus is saying to you today, you that have gone through that, I know how you feel. How does that make you feel about Jesus? It makes me love Him. Oh. They spit on Him. They buffeted Him. Others came by and slapped Him. That's what happened this week. Then he gets turned over to Pilate. And they start crying out, crucify him, crucify him. Keep going. Pilate took water and he just washed his hands of the whole thing. And he turned them over to the folks. And he let a man go free. A man named Barabbas. He's wanting to release Jesus. He ain't done nothing wrong. But they said, no, give us Barabbas, a thief, a crook. An evil man. Jesus knows what it is to be what? Abused. This is awful, ain't it? I come to church, Palm Sunday, thought we'd be waving palms. Well, that was all a lie. And that's what church is a lot. It's a lie. Let's just get happy, 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 happy. Well, what are we going to do with the people that's hurting, 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 hurting? Jesus didn't say, get happy, and you won't faint in your mind. He says, you consider me, lest you get weary and faint in your mind. Because he literally has been to hell and back. Amen? Good stuff. He was humiliated. Humiliated. The soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall this week. They gathered all the soldiers, evil, rough men. And guys, I'm going to tell you something. Whether you like it or not, the Bible doesn't tell you everything. You couldn't take it. And they stripped him. See, we just like to see him there with no clothes on. We don't know what happened to Jesus. But if I know evil, and I've seen some evil in my day, and I've been evil, he suffered a lot. They stripped him. Put a crown of thorns on him. They mocked him. They spit on him. What's the message about today? You get me. How about next time, instead of blaming God, crawl up into His lap? Hear me or not? Instead of saying, why'd you do this? Why don't you say, you know what they did, and you've been through it. I need help. Help me, Lord. That's what this does for me. Sitting down, they watched Him. Guys, I've never been stripped naked by somebody. 
I've never been humiliated like that. But there's people in this room that have been. Raped. Right here, I want to tell you today, I can't relate to that. But he can. He can. He knows what it is to be humiliated, to be humiliated. How can you get over that? He's going to help you. He's going to help you. You hear me? Keep going, Raj. They mocked him. They basically said that he trusted. Let me see that last verse. I'm going to get ugly. He trusted in God, they said. Let him deliver him now if he'll have him. I'm going to be ugly. They were just saying, you're no son of God. You're a bastard. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. That's what the, that's what the word is. It's in the Bible. But see, we got, we got the Christianity. That's why, that's why we don't have a relationship with Jesus, many of us. Because we don't know who he is. We don't know what you've been through. I can cast all my care upon you because you care for me. You hear me or not? And I could ask. I'm not going to do it. But in this room, who've been made to feel like that or call the things that he's been called? And there'd be a bunch of hands that would go up. What am I saying? He feels you. Just like us. Now, we couldn't do this all day. We'd be in tears. <laughs> we couldn't get over it. Here's the last one. He was rejected. I'm going to do it. Anybody in here want to lift a hand with me? You tried so hard, tried so hard. And trying hard enough won't good enough. You were rejected. Anybody want to raise a hand with mine? Mine's up. Whew. Jesus gets me. Amen? He's on the cross. The final rejection is a rejection that I'll never have to experience. He was rejected by God Himself. And that, that's maybe hard for you to understand, but Jesus became a man so He could take your sin and my sin, which would mean He would be rejected of His Father. What does it say? About the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which is to say, My God! My God! Why have you forsaken me? He knows what rejection feels like. Y'all hear me or not? We need pills after I get done with this message, don't we? In all points, you said, Jesus, you were tested or tempted just like me. Said out loud, yet without. And guys, I know I come across tough, mean sometimes, especially on this one. Listen, you think you're going to heaven because of your good works? You're a self-righteous person to think that you are good enough to go to heaven. 
and that what Jesus did was not necessary for your tale. You need to get with the plan. Got it? Yes or no? Or, or, I go to church. Church will save me. You are an idiot. Tell, I know, it's awful, ain't it? We'll only have to have the crowd next week, probably. That's not true, is it? That ain't true at all, because what I just said was the truth. Fellowship Church was started in our home. It's going to save you? The Catholic Church is going to save you? Are you crazy? Jesus saves me. Come, yeah, thank the Lord. Come on! Look at that. Just, just look at that. Look at that. If nothing else he did, just look at that. Just look at that. Just look at that. You did that. And he did a whole lot more. But just look at that. You did that. You did that. For me. I guess I pop it up, Raj. I guess I'm not unloved after all, is I? And guess what? He'll never betray me. And guess what? He'll never deny me. Matter of fact, he loves me. He's given me a new name. It's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. He will never abuse me. He will never humiliate me. And he will never reject me. He's going to say, welcome home, son. This is who He is right there. This is our Savior right there. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're done. We're going to have communion. I think it's a great message to go have communion on. Amen. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar this week, He said, say it with me, It is finished. And He bowed His head. And He died. What a God we have. In all points, Jesus, you are just like us. Would you say that out loud with me? Jesus gets me. Let's thank the Lord for his word today. Amen. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Good word. Good word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I know some of you had to stop yours when I speak sometimes. Ah! Anyway. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Let's end reverently. Unless you got to go to work, I understand that. But otherwise, I pray you just hang right here. Let's pray together. Let's let this message sit in. Ask the Lord to help us with it. Lord, thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you for the pain in my life. Personally. The pain in my life has caused me to get to know you better. And thank you, Lord, that I can, I can count on you. You're a friend to me. You saved me in Rockingham. You've been with me every step of the way. You never threw me out with the trash, Lord. You put your arm around me. You understand me. You tell me I can make it. And that you love me. 
Lord, what a friend you've been to me. Forgive me, Lord, but I certainly haven't been that friend to you. I pray you'll let this message, Lord, find good ground in my heart and the hearts of folks here today. Lord, I pray honestly, Lord, that we'll never be the same because of this message today, the way we looked at it. May that verse always be there now for us. Jesus, you were tested and tempted. Just like me. Yet without sin. Burn it into our heart, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Guys with heads bowed and eyes closed, just for a moment. I'd be an awful preacher if I didn't give you the opportunity right now today to put your faith and trust in Jesus. It's not just good enough for me to get up here and say all these other things you're believing is wrong. You need to have that opportunity to put your faith in Jesus Christ. And that's what I'd like to do right now. The Bible says, if you'll confess with your mouth Jesus, let's pray, talk to Him, and you'll believe down in your heart, down deep in your gut, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. Can I lead you in a prayer like that right now? Don't forget He gets you. He understands. You might say, I don't know how to pray. Don't you think He knows that? That's okay. He'll save you if you'll believe in Him today. Would you do that today? Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. You're not, I am. And I confess my sin to you, Lord. I ask you to forgive me. And Jesus, I want you to know that I believe in you. It's Palm Sunday. I watched some of the things you went through. And Jesus, I firmly believe now that there's no way I can get to heaven on my own. There's no way. You're it. You're it. And so, Jesus, today I genuinely say, I believe in you. Would you save me today? Would you come into my heart? I want you to be my Savior. Help me live for you and be my Lord. I don't understand it all, but I do understand this. I sure can't make it without you. In Jesus' name. With heads bowed, how many would lift a hand and say, Pastor Gary, I absolutely, absolutely put my faith in Christ today. Can I see your hand? I did that. I absolutely did that. Look at that. It's crazy. God bless you guys. Beautiful. Beautiful. That was the plan. He loves the snot out of you. Come on, let's pray together. Lord, bless us as we go have communion. Thank you for an incredible day. Thank you for the healing I felt just when I was preaching today in my own life. You are so, so good to us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God, guys. God bless you. Come on, come on, come on. How are you?